0: But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends! Welcome to another level of laugh at a fuzzball. Zuh! That's right. Zuh means friends, and more importantly, zuh means co host Zuh, 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 You heard it. You heard the dulcet tones. You no more often than not, joined by the Earl of Blueberry, uh, tapioca himself, Benjamin Bluford, Blue the Fourth. I'm an earl of oh, the earl of blueberries. <laughs> Johnny loves himself some blueberries, so do I. They're uh, they're delicious. Although we got some, uh, they're not like. Well, I guess they're sort of like freeze dried. They're like dried blueberries from uh, the Costco, and they came in like uh, one of them Kirkland bags. But he's not a big fan of the dehydrated blueberries. Oh, uh, okay. We like our like our blue fully hydrated. And you know who's fully hydrated tonight? Both quantumly. And actually, uh, even though he said he didn't need to get himself a drink, I've got like two by my by my side. But but blue, hey blue, what's up, buddy? Hi, what's up? And uh, we're we're here tonight, tonight on this most auspicious of nights to uh to do a spoiler review. Okay. Uh, lately, lately when uh when Marvel movies or or whatever, I, I think mainly it's been Marvel ha- movies have come out. We have not, uh, we've not done immediate spoiler reviews, and, and specifically for the the Marvel entries, uh, we've sort of for the at least this one and the one previous, we've waited until it was available on the Disney Plus, because uh, that allows a lot of time for people to see it in theater. And then uh, you know if it's been on the Disney Plus for a couple weeks, like there's no really no excuse why if you haven't seen it, I I would argue you don't want to. <laughs> so, uh, but that said, we're here for uh, for a spoiler review of uh ant-man and the wasp quantumania or ant-man 3 if you want to think of it that way the third ant-man film in uh in the marvel universe the marvel cinematic universe it's the
1: next
0: and it's the next one and blue finally saw it he did semi recently yeah uh, it, and i uh, yes sir. Uh, i saw it yesterday. yes and, and i have watched it i saw it in the theaters and then i've seen it at least three more times uh since it came out on the disney blues nice. so uh yeah, I've definitely definitely had some views where I can where I can talk about the movie. And uh well it, while well, it's not necessarily a comic book movie defenders. Uh you know, sometimes in brightest day, blackest night, no bad comic book movie escapes our sight. We don't fear the geeky narc might. We they tell them to wear our power. CBM Defenders light. And the only reason I say it's a pseudo CBM Defenders is because currently on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie is ranked at a forty seven percent. Uh so Uh this is a we're we're gonna shine some light on this movie, uh but it's not necessarily an exact comic book movie defenders. Uh we're just we're just saying I think both of us agree this movie is better than Ron Tomato says. Yeah. Although the audience score is an eighty three percent, so I think that might be more in line with our with our thoughts on it. But uh that's all to say. Blue, what are your initial thoughts on Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania?
1: It wasn't the best movie, but it was pretty good. I liked it. I'll watch it again. Well
0: like when you when you say the best movie, what is what is your criteria? What movies are the best movies?
1: Oh, you know, Black Panther, fucking
0: uh, Logan,
1: uh, you know, okay. good movies. Yeah. But uh, and this one, yeah, I I love the opening and I love the closing. I love exactly how um, this is definitely a Scott Lang movie. I think they play to his character very very well. Um, I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Getting back into it, uh, you really get a, a more fleshed-out version of uh, Janet Van Dyne, and um, she still got it, man. Like, uh, what's his name? The uh, Hank, the guy who plays Hank, that actor Charlie Sheen, right?
0: <laughs> it's Michael Douglas.
1: Michael Douglas, there you go. They look exactly the same to me. Any especially now, because they both look like they're dead. Um, they've aged, uh, and because of that, I gotta say, Michelle Pfeiffer looks amazing. She looks absolutely incredible. I'm like, wow.
0: All that time in the in the quantum verse was good for her.
1: Yeah, uh, some of the uh household was saying like, Whoa, how come Michelle Pfeiffer looks better than uh Wasp? Uh Hope.
0: <laughs> rude.
1: Yeah, it was kinda of rude. I, I think like, Evang-
0: Evangeline <laughs> Lilly is Hope Van Dyne looks great. Yeah. So yeah. So you're so the way the you're saying the way the movie book ended, you enjoyed that very much.
1: Very much. Um I also like I said uh enjoyed um a, a little more fleshing out of Janet, uh which was Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Um I really enjoyed Jonathan Majors. I thought he did a great job as Kang. But that dude is scary. Like scary scary. Yeah. He's he's a big guy yeah, he... and uh when he wants to, he could be real freaking
0: intimidating. He is an, he is an intense actor. Yeah, yeah, but he can. I mean, in other movies, he also plays like dopey and innocent quite well too. He's a he's a good actor. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. They they brought in a powerhouse actor to to play. Uh, I don't I don't know if the word villain is actually appropriate, but to play the antagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Lots of uh. Do you want to start by talking about characters or like?
1: I mean, you, you want to just do, like, an overall first? Yeah, that's yeah. We... Overall is that I really like how it bookended. I really like fleshing out of the characters. i um very confused by Bill Murray's just showing up and then disappearing and never, you, you just don't deal with him again. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> I guess he was getting jealous of people like Jeff Goldblum and he wanted a bigger part. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, whatever um but
0: i think stuff. i i think i heard
1: that was awesome
0: i think i heard something that peyton reed is actually friends with them oh really yeah okay so i don't know or maybe he's just trying to be hip like i just saw a news thing where he's got like a 30 something year old girlfriend so oh yeah yeah
1: right there he goes and life crisis so
0: <laughs> uh, bill Murray is is not as young as uh some people might think he is yeah yeah He's been around, been around for at least 40 years <laughs> in the acting yeah. world, so yeah, he's he's most likely uh in, in his 70s, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, like for me, I really when I first saw this movie, I enjoyed it very much. But full, full disclosure, full honestly, I went to go see this with Danny, uh, took my beautiful Heather, we got a babysitter. Um, it was a late showing, it was nine something, and brother, I've, I fell asleep in the movie. Oh uh i didn't mean to i was trying very hard it was big and bright and beautiful but dag nabbit i was tired and yeah. uh, i kept kept waking up and things were happening and i woke up for the big finale uh mm-hmm. but like afterwards i was like i don't know if i could say whether i really like this movie or not because i feel like i missed some of it you know and uh, mm-hmm. when i watched it for the first time on the disney plus yeah bro i 100 percent missed some stuff like I was like, oh, I sort of remember that. Oh yeah, I don't really remember that. Oh, I sort of. Oh nope, I don't remember that either. Uh, so like I basically stayed awake all the way to the point where uh, Ant Man goes to to get the thing for Kang, and then mm-hmm. like nodded for long period longer periods of time than I thought up until like Ant Man gets big. Wow. So, so yeah, <laughs> there was a there was a whole chunk that I missed. But yeah. when I walked out, I was like, oh, I I enjoyed that movie. And uh, when I finally got to see the entirety of it, I liked it even more because I knew every everything that it happened. Uh, I I also I you know I think the I really don't have a a lot of big critiques overall. I just really enjoyed the adventure. Now. I read this one review, uh, and it was pretty negative, but somebody was like that they felt like the script was written by fifth graders, and I was like, they're like, I'm pretty sure this was written by fifth graders. You can find it on IMDb. Uh, But like they they said it it read more like a Looney Tunes story than a a Marvel movie. It It was pretty harsh. I was just like, wow. Um, and then went on to talk badly about the cgi and all that stuff that was not my experience with the film uh i actually you know i get i've heard that uh you know they directed a lot of the cgi forces to black panther versus uh quantum mania but as as big and bright and beautiful it was i thought they did pretty good you know what i mean like it's the quantum verse so like is it perfect no movie ever is really um, but I thought they I thought they did a really good job considering the locale and everything that goes down. But maybe yeah. I mean, I, I am not a VFX artist, nor am I a, a true critic of visual effects unless they just, you know, the uncanny valley is way too much. Um, so I, I still feel like you can see all the dollars and cents that were spent on it. And uh, overall, like it's a really rip roaring Star Wars type adventure in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Yeah, I feel like they used a lot of um, practical effects for a lot of the characters. Um, like the, you know, not really. I guess you could call them like aliens. I don't even know what you would call the little tiny quantum folk. Um, and right. I, I can understand why some people are like, okay, as far as a story goes and adventure and dialogue, thought it was fine. I didn't really see any, like, I don't have any really big critiques for any of that. Um right. Uh, I, I will say that there are, um, the normal inconsistencies in the, the Ant-Man science, but that's it. Like, that's the only (laughs) thing I can, like, say anything about, you know?
0: Yeah, um, well, I mean, since we're, we're sort of CBM defenders, eh, we could, we could just get anything that you think is wonky or bad out of the way before we talk nicely about the movie.
1: Oh, yeah, because I got tons to say that's good. Um, bad. Bad, bad. Um, I guess for bad, there are certain characters that are introduced that you think are going to be bigger, like Big- Bill Murray, and then they don't have anything else, which is fine because he's not he's not the scope of the movie, right? Um, right. There are some aliens that I would like to see more fleshed out. I thought that the that chick who was like the freedom fighter that was going up against Kang and his people that got captured with Cassie. I thought she was going to have uh-huh. like more stuff but um I mean she also wasn't the main part of the movie too so that was fine by me I was like oh yeah okay cool she's badass I like a freaking girl boss winning cuz that's cool um
0: yeah Jen was really cool and Katie M O'Brien is getting all sorts of roles right now I mean she's uh she's in that man and then she was uh in uh the mandalorian as elia kane and yeah i guess she got her start in the zombie show z nation so yeah
1: yeah i mean power to her like she's kicking ass taking names uh i I guess like things that i didn't like was the um just the the wild inconsistency of how like the pin particles work and the shrinking stuff but that's been since like day one and i don't really consider that an issue at least they're consistent you know what i mean
0: well it's sort of like uh it's like eat the left side of the mushroom get small eat the right side of the mushroom get big right
1: well yeah but the way that they explain it so the way that they explain it is that you know they're taking away all the space between uh the atoms to make the the item smaller right or the person smaller but you maintain your your um density right so you're yeah. still two, but you're just really small. So when they like that's why he can like jump real high because he he like uses his, his strength when he's small, he's still got the strength of like a human man, which is why he's like right. leaping. So that's fair, that's fine, but he shouldn't be it should be really difficult to carry that guy because he's the same weight, the same de- he's the same density. So whenever somebody like shrinks down a car or a building or something you're not lifting that shit it, it's not happening because it's so it's so fucking densely packed it's just not gonna happen but like i said that's that's been since day one but it's been very consistent throughout all the movies of them just doing stuff like that so i'm like okay and it's not by this time it's just like cool whatever um i thought for sure somebody at least kang was gonna like point out a gag towards it uh another thing that, That John, Darth, Darth, John and I were talking about that we thought was hilarious was when Janet was shrunk down and lost in the quantum verse. Right. She was like Uh. in another state. Right. They were like in another state. Were they in New York? They were in another spot. They weren't in that same like room or anything. And um, when they get shrunk down this time, they go right back to where she was before. And, like, if everything is super-duper small and the verse is, like, just everything that we have but, like, super tiny on that tiny little scale, like, they were, like, a galaxy away from, like, the position of where she was. It would have taken them forever to get back to that position. But, like, you know, plot hole, bam! There they are. Uh, right there. Well, I, so,
0: I, I guess... Uh... Uh, a certain character we haven't mentioned yet does imply that he used the signal to suck them to where they were. So yeah. you know we could we could explain it away that way, you know.
1: Yeah, and I, I told John that too and he said how did he find the signal from that far away? Because we're talking like if we're talking quantum verse, we're we're talking plank Black. anyway, it gets really complicated once you get really small and it's it's the to be in something that f- big is just it's really complicated and it was really weird and because i've been like shoving all that information down john's throat as of late like he's been like wait isn't that not how and i was like just we we're we're watching a movie we're having fun (laughs) it's fine and uh like i said i have more that i like about the movie than anything that i would critique about it so
0: yeah. I mean, it, it's not really a critique on my end, but I think we've discussed it here on the podcast. Uh, I get that the name's not as uh, sexy, if you will, as Quantumverse. But uh, a lot of us comic geeks are like, it's the Microverse, friends. Like, Yeah. It, it's 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 the Microverse. And Microverse Mania is a pretty cool name, at least to me, uh, instead of Quantum Mania, where it's all smashed together. So it's like Quantum Mania or it's Quantumania. Mania, I don't know. <laughs> but uh and even like uh in Realm of Kings, there's like a Hulk comic where they introduce like freedom fighters in the microverse, and there mm-hmm. is one of the warriors is Gentura. Uh yeah. so I was like, Oh man, you guys are even like taking elements from like a comic. To directly talk about the micronauts and the microverse yet uh we're, we're just gonna stick to this uh you know earth uh one nine 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 it's five nines i think uh you know quantum quantum realm i don't know and i get it it's like uh you know quantum physics is uh is a realm of physics where they're trying to trying to figure out like the the things in physics that don't make sense when you get down to the micro level but uh i don't know like i guess that's i'm trying to science in but like when you were saying like some of the stuff just doesn't make any sense and i'm like bro when you're, you're like when you're in the quantum realm like you can you can basically just get away with what you want to get away with yeah. uh you know we we know very little and even the scientists that study this stuff don't know all that much so uh there's there's a little bit of carte blanche for uh for for science and and creatures and whatnot I suppose, <laughs> but yeah I do love like micro-
1: breathing because oxygen is way bigger than they are and they can't be breathing <laughs> in that all. it's ridiculous yeah there's a lot so
0: well I I do I do know that the you know even in the comic like the the microverse is a dimension that that exists outside like the proper flow of like time and like the universal laws of whatever so like we Mm -hmm. can we can we just let them have some o2 if they want to yeah
1: but that's what i'm saying is like if they're on their adventure like let them let them have fun
0: yeah because i think like the microverses don't they like they exist within atoms like within every single atom is a microverse meaning there's all these different like parallel universes or dimensions and universes within universes that's Um,
1: what i was saying yeah that's how they
0: basically they like the, yeah, the pin particle shrinks you down so much that at a certain point you like get forced into some sort of like orifice or nexus like into the into the other universe, yeah, but uh yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know exactly I know at one one point in one of the m i movies I think it was the first one or the second one, the retardigrades, uh which are giant beasts in the m i universe, but really, really super super tiny, but freaking cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't yeah i don't know and I, I actually had a really delightful uh geek conversation with one of the guys i work with at uh, galaxy's edge today and we were getting real deep and geeky and i just watched everybody's eyes fog over and i feel like we're getting <laughs> into that realm with this
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure yeah, but even, yeah listen... that's like a real bad critique that i would have had like i even enjoyed freaking modok and i heard a lot of people like hated him but
0: i enjoyed him I enjoy him in so much, like never in a million years did I think we would get Modok in the MCU.
1: Yeah, same.
0: So, and and yes, there there's different origins to like Modok, but like I I thought that was a, a clever way to like get him into the to the AMA universe and tie him into that universe. Same, know
1: I, uh, I was like, oh, that's different. I liked it. Yeah.
0: And maybe like one of the only like CG sticking points for me is every time Modok's on there, like it's wonky, you know what I mean? But it's also Modok, so yeah, exactly, yeah. So like, what what do you want? <laughs> yeah. I'm just
1: happy that he had the small little hands and the and the tiny legs, and everybody's like, what yeah, the we even,
0: hell? We even got to see the tiny little butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tiny little butt, but he's a big dick. Don't be a dick, dick Modok.
1: <laughs> Don't be a dick. I'm not. Uh, a- yeah.
0: <laughs> At least I died an Avenger. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah, sure.
0: It's it's so yeah. rid- so ridiculous. Uh newcomer Katherine Newton coming in as Cassie Lang, which was, you know, a little weird because uh when they did Teenage Cassie Lang, they, they casted an actress for Endgame, I'm a Furman. And then uh they just apparently decided that they didn't didn't want to use, use her anymore. And like they yeah. apparently they didn't even tell her properly. She found out like, like during that Disney Investor Day <laughs> that she wasn't getting oh, to come back. So, that's uh, horrible. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought uh you know, the first time watching the movie, I thought that uh Catherine Newton might have been one of the weaker players in the movie, but on rewatches I didn't come up against that. So okay. yeah. I liked her I liked her better on rewatches. Uh, I was real happy to see, see my Boy from uh, The Good Place, William Jackson Harper as Quaz. Mm -hmm. Uh, David Desmalchin doing the voice of my favorite character, freaking Veb, with the holes.
1: Oh, yeah. Veb was great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Drink the ooze. Drink the ooze. That's what I'm saying. If you're really hating on Quantumania, you just need to drink the ooze, friends. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, notably absent, I mean, David Dismolchian got to come back and do a voice. Uh, of course we didn't, we, we didn't get our, our sweet, sweet boy, uh, given us, giving us narration and stories, uh, Michael Pena, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, they, one of the things I was really surprised by when seeing it in the theaters and then just remarking on rewatches is how they waste no time getting you to the quantum realm. Yeah. Like, but unlike, you know, Rise of Skywalker, and we defended that movie. Go back. Listen, several episodes. We defended it. Uh, mm-hmm. But like not not really where you're breathless they are just like, OK, we're going to give you like a little montage, some good stuff for Ant-Man, a little bit of family stuff, and then let's get to it. Let's get to the movie. And I was like, I respect that because uh, another another writer, another filmmaker might have wasted a lot more time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they are like, nope, let's get to it. And I, I felt like the movie the story is pretty simple and tight. Like it doesn't really dilly dally. Oh, it, it, yeah. it gets to all the points that it wants to wants to do. And I respected that. It was like straight up, straight up like, you know, science fiction, science fantasy adventure. Like getting us all the points. Like mm-hmm. it, you split up the group, you show the little bits of stuff, but you find a way to to get them back together quickly. Um and then you have, have some neat surprises. And uh, ultimately the big showdown, and and then it resolves itself maybe, and, and then you move on, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there any uh any other negative stuff you want to say? No, that was pretty much it. So there you go, friends. Like in a true comic book movie, Defender, we we really don't have a lot of bad and ugly, and we're gonna we're gonna get right into the the friggin stuff that we like. So here we go. Here's uh you can consider the comic book movie defense of Ant Really, truly is just uh us spoiling the shit out of it. And, uh, Hey, do you want to, do you want to start with what you like the most? Or you just want to, just want to ramble or what do you uh, want, blue?
1: let's ramble. I think we do. Okay. better.
0: When we ramble <laughs> Sounds good. Well, I already talked about him, so let's get him out of the way. Let's talk about, let's share some love for veb and, oh. uh, and, and us. I mean, okay. So I have a question for you, blue. Uh, okay. I asked Danny this after we saw the movie, when he said how many holes we have Did you count?
1: Of course I did. Everybody did.
0: (laughs) I think for a movie, does does to say a line where you're like, wait, one, two, three, four, yep, that track, seven holes. Yeah. As soon
1: as I I was already counting, and I saw on Paul Rudd's face that he was also counting, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah." (laughs) So good. (laughs) I love it. Uh, and how like that? That's a joke done right because it's like done once or twice, and then it comes up for like when he gets shot, and then yep. and goes goes all you know big kaiju uh, Zeb. Yeah. <laughs> I have holes. He's not even mad about it. He's excited. Yeah, he's <laughs> excited. <Sorry. laughs> and like the just the idea that everybody in the in the quantum realm understands each other because of him. Yes, like, his ooze. His ooze. Yeah, he's even sold it out to bars so they can share it with people. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's such a such an interesting character. Is uh, very freaking great. And like on that realm for me, there's so many cool freaking like different creatures, aliens, quantumite. Like yeah. from from when they go to that bar, that entire like cantina scene. Just wow, so much eye candy to look at. Every time I've rewatched it, I'm just like of new things from the broccoli guy to other things uh and then all the freedom fighters there's just so so much interestingness to look at and i don't feel like could have easily just been like plain jay and lots of humans but they they didn't they were like we're gonna make this this is gonna be fucking weird yeah. you know and uh and my hat's off to them because like that's a that's a big gamble but like pain reed realizing like we we get to be freaking weird so let's be weird yeah, and they I, and they were. I
1: work. feel like they took a, a a page out of the Star Wars, and like they didn't use just straight CGI for all the people either. Like for all the weirdness, like they you can tell a lot of the costume work was done, um, you know, with practical effects, and it was beautiful. I was very much like astonished with uh, as those scenes kind of pan through, and you you get like they'll pause for like just a second or two, enough for your eyes to like register like. Wow, that person looked crazy good. And then it like switches the scene to the next thing. It I I appreciate the movie's pacing is quick enough to get us through the story, but slow enough for us to like appreciate all the work they put into it.
0: Right. Yeah. It's really cool it's a feast for the eyes. Like it's, it's almost worth at least one more rewatch for every single person, just so you can see more of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and from like the, the character design of that Zalem guy that wants like the torture and shooting, you know, he's, he's freaking rad. Um, Yeah. It's just, uh, it's all unique. And even, even with the, the psychic character, you know, Played by uh by Chidi. I want to call him Chidi from the Good Place, but Quaz yeah. with the psychic. Like he's not exactly human. Yeah. Uh, and even even like Bill Murray says it, he's like, Are you human? And he's like, Where it counts. <laughs> so like Lord Krylar isn't necessarily a human either. They're just the, the equivalents in the quantum realm. Exactly. So uh yeah, what else? What else you like? Blues?
1: Oh, I also like the um the stuff with Cassie. Like it's implied that. While, you know, you, they came back after the blip, Cassie's been studying, doing stuff. She's been, like, actively working and 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 doing stuff to try to better people's, like, Um, she's becoming practically like a little activist, this chick. And uh, I appreciated that. I thought that was really cool. And the fact that everybody else in the household was like, oh, I mean, yeah, she's been in jail a couple years. Times, whatever, and she's you know we may or may not have built her a suit and know exactly what she's doing, and you don't, but you know you got your book, so that's cool <laughs> I, I love all that kind of stuff that they're doing uh with her character i I don't think I ever heard them say it, but I'm really hoping that they they give her her code name stature um that'd be really rad because that's I who she she is in the in the comics, and I think that'd be really cool,
0: yeah i uh, I agree what else blue
1: uh let's see so there's her there's the um oh my gosh, when they're going into uh going back to the visual feast, when Janet kind of like lands down and she's freaking out about everything and stuff, and you get to see that she like meets up with that dude uh that initial little fight with that like friend of hers. That she like cuts off his arm
0: yeah. He, like,
1: puts him in the chest and she, she like does all this badass stuff and then she hugs him and he's like, Yeah, that shit don't bother me. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> that dude <laughs> is really cool. And the the little like flying mana ray creature that he brought down was really cool. Uh I wanted to see more of those, like I guess they were almost like like desert dudes or something. I don't know, but their little entourage was really rad looking.
0: It was indeed really, really freaking cool. Uh it quickly establishes even though we saw we have that opening sequence where like she finds finds Kang, but like establishes like what a badass uh Janet Van Dyne has become and is because of her time in the quantum realm. Yeah. And I, I love uh <laughs> I love just uh getting to see you know, Mr. Douglas, Hank Pym himself, just, like, shocked and amazed by, like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that Janet is far from, like, just being, like, slapped by, like, Hank in, uh, in the MCU, which is nice.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah.
0: It's really nice. Very nice. What else? Or does, does it turn to me for things I like? Oh,
1: I'm just going to, if you keep, if you let me go, I'm just going to keep talking.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll let you go, buddy. Like,
1: cause there was all sorts of stuff. I mean, there's the banter between Bill Murray and Janet, and then the aftermath with Hope and Janet. And she's like, "Really?" Him, and she was like, "I have needs. <laughs> I was here for <laughs> years. what do you want from me?" And I'm like, "Bruh, I can't blame her. She was here for thirty years. She didn't think she was coming back. And then, like, as it yeah. goes back, it's like, well." I mean, there was a chick and I tried whatever it and it's it really is like so different for dudes in that kind of situation because I don't know, we're we're stupid and we do stupid things. So it's like
0: honestly, I found that found that moment so like heartbreaking even though it's it's sort of thrown away but where he's like yeah you know i went to went to coffee with someone blah 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 and she's like oh what happened that didn't work out and she's like why and he's like he wasn't you babe and like it's yeah. it's cut by that babe in there but like if you really think about it like oh fuck like he exactly. just couldn't like he knew yeah. what he had and you were gone and he had his kids so like i was just like wow wow like that uh, it was uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I thought it was cute. And uh, you know, Hank Hank Pym is not as loyal in the comics, so I I like uh, I like some of the redemption of of Hank in the MCU.
1: Yeah, um, especially because like uh, they already established in the What If worlds, like oh no, most other Hanks are just as douchey and trash as like you know the the six one six universe. But just so right. you know. We're aware <laughs> like when he when he came back and was like killing all the Avengers and stuff like that, you know, but um it it's really nice to see that this Hank is a hell of a lot more wholesome than like previous.
0: Yeah. I mean uh what else? I mean I, I like I like, you know, it's Janet Janet fucks, man, as Danny would say. Janet Van yeah. Dam Fox. That's, really? that's <laughs> for you, Danny. <laughs> Um, what else, Blue?
1: Oh, golly. Um, as we're, as you're kind of going through the movie, every single fight scene with Kang is fucking ridiculous. That dude is terrifying. Jonathan Majors, um, what really gets to me is calm, like, brewing with the storm behind it. Like, you can tell he's angry, and, but he's just, like, he knows how much power he has and he exudes it in the right amount because he's just so in control of his situation. And when he does quote unquote see that it's like, Oh, everything's falling apart for me. He, he's still like, no, okay. I'm going to attack here, attack there, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And it makes the character of Kang that much more, terrifying as a villain then let's say like you know um thanos because thanos was overpowering and and big but anytime that he had uh something like not going right he's like oh fuck let's switch gears or something you know like most of the other villains were were kind of like that along those lines but um jonathan majors with this Kane character has just been like oh it doesn't matter what you do you, you may think you have, like, a leg up right now, but I'm about to rock your world, so you should probably, like, you know, just fucking deal with it. And he just fucking hands them their asses, and it's like, woof, you know, like, woof, wow.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I like, his design is so rad, and I love the way they, like... Take his suit, and I don't know if it's a force field or what the shield thing is, but the way they make him blue to make it, like, comic accurate, but also make it exist in, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I just, I really, my, I was like, that design is dope. Like, it's perfect.
1: Absolutely. Fully agree with you. The costuming in this one was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful.
0: Yeah, and, like, he just... when he when you go back and rewatch the movie, especially with like subtitles on, and he's saying all this stuff, like granted, like he's not he'll kill anybody to like get what he wants, but he's so honorable up to a point. And you know, knowing what you know from watching like the first season of Loki, he's actually not wrong. <laughs> like once you realize like who it is that sent him to the quantum verse and like what he's talking about, you're like you know you're you're fighting against a guy because you're being told to fight against him, but like it, he's not wrong <laughs> and,
1: it, it... and the end bookend part of like got going through it and just being like he said they were worse than him, did I do the right thing did I no we're fine right we're fine. we're fine it's fine, we're fine, and he just keeps going right. into the that hole. <laughs> Like oh my god, what have I unleashed? <laughs> what did I do?
0: Right. Yeah. I
1: love it. I love it so much.
0: Yeah. And like so, I was when I'm I'm rewatching like that that final fight. Like yeah, like King busts out the rays and he's just killing and he's scary. But like when he's fighting Scott at the end, that fight Whoa. is so visceral. It like, is so excited. Yeah. And and I I was trying to think back like. When was the last time I saw a fight in the MCU where I felt like the the stakes and the ouchy of it? And I think like it might have been Captain America: Civil War when like Iron Man, Bucky, and Cap are fighting. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Where it really you're just like oh, uh, and like I don't it was yeah like it was real it was real down and dirty, Uh and I I appreciated that because there's the big fight. But it also, like, gets, gets down into, like, the mono, a mano, you know? Exactly. Uh, and, and I appreciated that very, very much.
1: Same. It was, it was really good. And then, of course, there's my favorite part of the entire movie. The ants.
0: <laughs> yeah. Those
1: were my favorite part of the entire movie. Because they're falling. And every single time the little weird chittering sound, I was like, it's the ants. What are the ants doing? And then when you find out, it's like, oh, well, they fell through a different part and they ended up being here for like a thousand years. They have an entire society. They just decided to come and help anyway, because, like I said, they're really smart ants. And I was like, fuck, these ants, fuck, they have an entire society. And I've just been like going off on tangents with uh, John and Jason saying, like, what if like they're the start of the annihilation wave? Yeah,
0: I had. I had that thought the too, like thing. annihilation wave.
1: Yes. And like, what if, what if that's where they end up coming from? And it's because Hank fucked up so bad that, that he didn't give them any kind of like closure or anything afterwards. He just left them there and yeah. they're just continuing to go on. And so
0: their, lead, their leader too. is Nihilus. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely had that thought. I was like, ooh, (laughs) it it could be cool.
1: And the fact that they were, because it looked like the ants bred other ants for specific purposes, like that giant juggernaut ant that came in with all the extra artillery and stuff. That wasn't part of the group when they first went down. That was over a thousand years. That means that they have, like, genetic modification and everything within their thousand years of of like um uh uh you know evolution you know and and figuring out their technologies and stuff like somewhere along that line they're like oh yeah we could just make bigger and bigger versions of ourselves to be carriers just living carriers it's bananas like the implications that they put there with those ants was absolutely insane and i'm absolutely here for it i am totally ready to see yeah. these ants and as the annihilation wave would just take everybody out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that it could be really cool. I definitely had that thought too. That's all courtesy of of you and things you've introduced me to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh what uh so as we're as we're talking about stuff, we've gone over most of the characters. What did what did you think about Hope Van Dyne and Evangeline Lilly in the movie? I mean, the movie is called Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania.
1: I thought Wasp did a great job. I thought she was absolutely she saves the fucking day.
0: Twice. She comes in,
1: uh, yes, twice. Like, um, the fact that she can fly is a really big advantage. Um, she definitely has the better of the two suits, that's <laughs> for freaking sure. Um, and she's just so um, she's just so good and competent at what she does. Uh, and she's such a good ass person. The fact that she she grabbed the kid, she went right back in. She's like, "Nah, you ain't killing my man." And like kick the shit out of him and yes. Like definitely yes. And she has such good plans too. Like when she grabs uh she gets big and then grabs Scott um as a small dude and then just like baseball throws him into the big <laughs> freaking thing. I was like that is sick. He like she threw him, and he drop kicked the freaking shields down. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, I appreciated that very much. Uh, I, I, although like getting really big in the quantum realm doesn't have the same impact as like getting really big in the real world. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, Cassie, you're huge. <laughs> and I love you how they like- brought. They brought back the citrus joke, which I think was an ad lib by Paul Rudd in uh, Captain America Civil War. (laughs) And he he wouldn't have any orange slices. (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate I appreciate it when writers like know these little things like tie it all together. Yeah. You want to know a really uh, silly piece of trivia that I that I read on the old wiki? What? So, uh, uh, in the early, when there's a guy that asks, uh, Scott Lang, uh, to take a picture with his dog. Mm -hmm. So that, that guy is, uh, not kind of Mark Oliver Everett. He's the front man for the rock band Eels, but that's not, what's crazy. His dad was this quantum physicist named Hugh Everett III, who was the originator of the many worlds interpretation of quantum theory.
1: That is awesome. So
0: like... Yeah, like, yeah, they had that guy do it, but it was like definitely like the son of the guy that like creates like quantum science that like leads to like people even knowing about this sort of stuff and probably inspires the microverse and and blah 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 blah. So, exactly. uh, yeah, just just random trivia, but I read it and I was like, ooh, that should skin on the podcast. Hell, <laughs> yeah, super rad. Yeah, I mean. I, I've heard some people say that, you know, Evangeline Lily doesn't have anything to do. And I, I just sort of disagree. And also, like, the movie is called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Let's not forget that Janet Van Dyne is the original Wasp. So exactly. both, both of the Wasps get some really great freaking stuff to do, in addition to Paul Rudd's Ant-Man, in addition to, you know, uh, Hank Pym Ant-Man. So you can't call it Ant-Man's and the Wasp. Like, <laughs> like that's just a bad title. So, yeah. Like, yes, like, was was Hope on par with Paul Rudd in the movie? No, she didn't get the same amount of screen time. But when it when it mattered, she was there. She was a good partner, and uh, I I dug it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. What a uh, what what do you think of the length of the movie?
1: Oh, it was fine. I didn't think it was too long. I didn't feel it. Um, I was like, oh, they they probably could have actually gone a little bit longer. Um, but I was fine. I was fine with it,
0: yeah, it's two hours and four minutes. I think it's pretty tight, you know, yeah, like it for it doesn't it actually feels shorter to me um Same. yeah which is which is a credit i think to the to the movie, but uh yeah, what else what else you got blue
1: um, I think we're ready for you to just go ham now.
0: I mean you've you've said a lot of the a lot of stuff that I liked. Like the it's a CGI circus, friends. Like there's there's so much going on visually. Uh it sometimes it's downright busy, but the movie just it to me it just it goes along at a, a really great pace, uh builds up and then and then finalizes and like finishes while still leaving that hook for more. Um going into it like we have said Actively on the podcast, the the first two Ant Man movies, we love them because they got away with doing heist movies in the MCU. Uh, granted, Ant Man and the Wasp was less of a heist, but there was still still that portion as they're trying to rescue Janet Van Dyne. Um, quantum Mania kicking off Phase Five, they they really they're like, dude, let's just get into this quantum realm and go bonkers, and they they do. I mean, are there are there some holes in the plot? Maybe, but drink the ooze and and sit back and enjoy it. Like watch watch all the the wildness. Feel the heart, you know, of these of these relationships between two married couples and grandparents to the granddaughter, and like you know, fathers fathers and sons, mothers and daughters. Um, you know, fathers and daughters. It's just there's there's so much to it. Um, could it could it have been bigger and and more. Absolutely, but I think they really tried to focus a on the antagonist on Kang, and then on the you know the the Pim Lang family. They mm-hmm. they just really wanted to to focus on those things. And I think overall it 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 succeeds. It is yeah. a di- different type of Ant Man movie, but it's a lot a lot of fun. A lot a lot of fun. Uh, it's a it's a big departure, but that big departure gives us a really big adventure so i appreciated that i think you know the the first time where i was just like oh shit this is happening like they get sucked in the quantum realm and there's some different stuff and there's uh janet van don and the and the desert people and that but when uh when when bill murray says you know uh, um what he's like a a mechanical organism designed only for killing and he just says it like uh that's what it is that's what he's sending the hunter and i was like Oh fuck! And the way Modok showing up amongst those Freedom Fighters with their with their spaceships that are alive, and they're like your your houses are alive. He's like, why are yours dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, freaking! And just Modok in the suit, I was just like, oh wow. We're doing this. We're doing this, friends. I knew Modoc was in the movie, but I was just like, oh, this is happening. And then you're like, could this get any more wild and bonkers? And then it's fucking Corey Stoll. Freaking uh yeah. uh Yellow Jacket. Uh what's uh what's the name of the actual like guy uh from the movie? Um do do Darryl? do please. huh? Daryl? Daryl, but what I'm trying to think what is what his uh name was Darren or Darren, Darren. Yeah, Darren something. Darren bad guy. Darren. Right. uh darren cross there you go so uh i was just like wow wow this is this is freaking wild they uh they give you a real quick montage so you see how he becomes Modoc and you're like okay cool we're we're here for it uh and then you're like but but let's get the king and then they waste no time and you get the king uh seeing his power seeing you know the the backstory with it was it was really i think like it, it all the beats all fleshed out nicely for me where i didn't my questions were answered just as fast as I could think of them. Mm-hmm. And and I like that when a story can do that, even if it's a simple story. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think there's anything crazy complicated going on in this movie. But I don't necessarily know like nobody – you should have gone to Quantumania for a thinking man's movie or a thinking yeah. woman's movie. You know what I mean? it never it never said that it was going to be this giant think piece. It is promised a big CGI circus adventure and it 100% delivers on that. Um I I you know with the the Scott Lang going for that engine that powers King's ship and all the weirdness it's it's wild and that's that's some some crazy CGI talent that that worked with oh. all the different Scott Langs and baskin Robbins Scott Lang. <laughs> that, that was uh, weird and
1: bonkers.
0: Yeah yeah it's uh it's wild um and it, it i i love it it's freaking great and like how the fact that the love of Cassie is what makes it work you know yeah. that i thought that was that was clever and good writing and also with the help of the wasp with the wasp doesn't show up, he doesn't succeed mm-hmm. so that was nice too like it is their movie together it does take her helping um and then just I, you know, everybody has a a part to play. Even when you're like, wow, Hank Pym's really not doing anything. Well, he sort of does because if uh, he's not the ant guy, uh, you don't get the the ants saving the day. You know. Please. Please. Um and I just I it was toy like a toyger, and I, I enjoyed the piss out of it. It's just like a ride where I'm like, I don't know what specifically I just there's so many different creatures and and we'll just say aliens because it's a quantumites, whatever. Like yeah. uh, There's so much so much eye candy to look at uh, and, a, and a story that ultimately is about some heart. And I appreciate that. I'll throw it back to you, Blue. I feel like I failed. But I really, like, I love the movie overall. I think it's uh-huh. fun. I think it's good. I'll, I'll, de- I'll definitely watch it again.
1: Yeah. But. I think you did a great job. Like, you brought it all together for the points that I didn't bring up. But Modoc was hilarious and, and tragic, like, really sad. Like, because you, you know he was a bad guy. And Cassie brought up the fact that, like, yo, I almost died. This guy came into my room and freaking almost killed. She's definitely traumatized by this dude, you know, and then to see him as this giant head and she gets a little more, uh, a little bit of redemption by beating the crap out of him. um, Right. That's something too. But also the fact that she also gets to like speak to him on, on like a normal level too, and see just how like that big boogeyman that she always saw, how pathetic and like kind of um, really sad he he was. I think kind of like fixed that for her. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that's a chance that not a lot of people get for for kind of traumatic events like that in their lives. And I thought it was really empowering for Cassie herself and the character. You know what I mean? Um, right. Really bring her up into some heroic like her whole her whole little like training montage. I kind of think of the whole movie almost as a training montage for Cassie to become stature and like take over the mantle. Um, really good, really good stuff uh, for her. Really, really enjoying it. Um, but but going back to uh, Modoc, it's just like, oh man, poor dude. Like he did his best to become like the villain guy. He got screwed over and then he just had to deal with like everything in his life being in that that mode and he he tried his best. I'm not a dick. <laughs> and <laughs> He was like as he was like telling like Scott, he was like, "Dude, I have I have literally nothing. Like I am trying my hardest to do good with what I've got. I'm ahead and that's what I am. I'm ahead and that's really fucking shitty." But you know, he <laughs> he's just so it's just so bad like John was like, "Oh, Oh no, this poor dude like the entire time, and I was like, no, no. Remember, he was bad guy. And he was like, I know, but look how pathetic he is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, but uh, I I I sort of appreciate that too. You know what I mean? Having having a yeah. villain like that. Yeah. Um. What a like so. Something I'll say like <laughs> like so Kang. Getting back to the king of it all. I've gone back and watched the final episode of Loki season one where he who remains shows up. Um, the he who remains could easily be the same king that we meet in quantum Cause that he even professes like have the same goals like to end all the other king variants. I do think they are different versions of Kang. That said, going back and watching the ending of Loki season one, I was like, holy hell does this tie so much in things that are said. Um and even though it's a different a little different betrayal, I was like, wow. And then you get into the you know the craziness of it all that, you know, you not you not just find out there's more you just King of Palooza, you know what I mean? And yeah. and getting, you know, you get King, but then seeing Ramatut, uh Centurion and who's the other king. Um Oh uh, ba ba ba. I can't think of the name. Do you have it off the top of your head?
1: I don't know it off the top of my head. Rama Tut was the one I was going to mention because I didn't think anybody would remember Rama Tut. Like, what a deep ass pull.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's Jonathan Majors is acting his ever loving face off, proven why he needs to needs to be cast as Othello. You know what I mean in Shakespeare. Uh he's just uh he's so lonely. Like, yep. you know, surrounded by, by his bots or his, his minions. Um, he's just, yeah, like, oh, it's just like, and he's a, he's a conqueror, but you're like, yeah, this guy, this guy could be a Napoleon. He could be a, could be a, you know, um, uh, an Alexander the Great could be a Julius Caesar, a Genji Khan. It just, uh, and he got so huge. I'm sure part of that was for Creed three too. Um, but yeah, like he just—he's—he's uh, he's a force of nature, you know. He's—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's, he's scary. Uh, and I looked up Amortis, Ramatut, and Centurion. So those there. are the the three different variants that you see, as well as a whole bunch of different ones. that like to howl. They like to howl a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was weird. I was like, what the? Uh, hell that was is a going? choice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, wow, lots of lots of howlers. <laughs> but uh. I love, I'm looking at a source and they're talking about the different things. They're for Gentura, They're like a human-shaped leader. Like they don't say she's human. They just say that they're human-shaped. <laughs> so I guess we could just call the creatures of the quantum realm shape. <laughs> yeah. Human shapes and blob shapes and broccoli shapes. Whole bunch yeah. of shape. <laughs> uh Anyways, but yeah, like uh, just the the king of it all to the to the end credit with like Victor Timely. Like I'm very curious about you know diving into more King stuff in Loki season two, and uh, I hope hope against hope that all this like controversy with Jonathan Majors, you know that they they figure it out. Like by he 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 and his lawyer are are sticking to the innocence mm-hmm. uh, of it. Like it's got to go to court. He's got to see his time in a court of law, but. Uh, by all accounts, they claim that there is everything to exonerate him. I do, I do find the narrative of a uh, fucking Ezra Miller, Barry Allen, just getting a, a pass because the Michael Keaton of it all, where where another actor, you know, granted if if what he did is true, it is it is deplorable. But uh, you know what I mean? If you can't you can't forgive away the Ezra Miller of it all who's who's been shown to be guilty uh and then all of a sudden it's a black actor and uh it's one incident and like one person coming out corroborating and saying that they didn't enjoy their experience with them in hollywood and then all of yeah. a sudden they're the devil you know you have to allow for it and i mean marvel stayed really silent i just saw an article today that they were supposed to have a uh, disney assembled that was supposed to drop today's the 15th so it's supposed to drop yesterday and uh it's been delayed like it's not on there and people wonder if that's because of the uh the whole like you know controversy over jonathan majors we'll just have to see how it all lies out but they're they're heavily invested in him so uh my hope is that like his his uh claims of innocence are true and then we can just get back to it you know what i mean yeah. that is my hope we'll just uh but i don't i don't know i don't have any power in that realm whatsoever uh but yeah. i i think uh if he if he is a deplorable human being and we do lose him in marvel i think it's gonna suck because uh what what i think he could have brought would be awesome
1: yep yep i Uh, don't know exactly what the controversy is about um i haven't looked it up almost at all but caitlin was like um oh that guy he did something bad and i was like oh what'd he do and she was like something bad and then he walked away. I know she knows what it was, but I didn't know what the heck it was. So I'm just sitting here going, uh-huh. "Oh, he bad. he's in, he's in trouble. Something's going on." So if he did something bad, and and he actually did it, then I hope he gets his just desserts. If he didn't, I really hope you know whatever happens.
0: I mean, whether he did, whether he did it or not, he's already been dropped by representation, lost roles in future non-Marvel movies. Uh, so yeah, like he's, he's already had some consequences and he hasn't even been found guilty.
1: Goodness gracious. That's
0: so quick. He was, he was in advertisements for the army and I was told that it was pulled, but I just saw the commercial with him in it on television this past week. So I don't know if it, if hmm. it's back or, or whatnot, but he was supposed to also do like some major league baseball stuff and he was dropped from that. So he's already had consequences, uh, that- which just, uh, I don't know. Like it's. It's hard not to see the color of it all for me. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Because what the hell is Ezra Miller was convict convict he did it. Like everybody knows he did it. And he he's just getting off scot free. That's why I, I, I'm still not gonna watch that uh flash not gonna do it.
0: I, I like I've said when it's on Mac, we already get that with my phone plan. I'll watch it when it's on Mac. Just to mm-hmm. see. Just to see. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate watch his performance. Uh, and just hope that the Michael Keaton stuff is worth my time. Yeah. So That's you fair. know what I mean, like, and then uh, I'll probably watch it that one time, and then unless the Michael Keaton stuff's so great that I want to revisit it, probably never again. Yeah. So, but it's not a uh, not gonna not gonna get my support. <laughs> no, I'm very, not gonna get my money at the box office. Nor is it getting the full power of Laughing Up Fuzzballs behind it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will but, say this for sure: if Michael Keaton's parts are only like. 15 minutes inside of the movie oh my gosh i'm gonna be so upset
0: I, I i've read a bunch of i don't want to talk more more about this movie in the middle of quantumania but i've i've read all the spoilers we can talk off mike okay so yeah You left. yeah and i'll i'll probably watch a whole bunch of videos uh <laughs> to see what people are saying just because i'm curious uh and, and people find ways to put clips from movies in so maybe i can watch the michael keaton stuff without actually watching the movie Uh, And Mm -hmm. if you're listening friends, like I don't want people to spoil the movie and so much that I care about other fuzzballs that might be affected by that. But, uh, I I don't really care if it's spoiled on the, on the site. So I, I might let news or whatever slip through where I'm just like, okay, cool. (laughs) If, If you're spoiled and then you don't go see it, then I guess I'm doing my part not to support Ezra Miller. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I can, uh, I can support my flash. I finally finished season nine of the flash and, uh, yeah, it's it's that was a a fun nine seasons of my life. Uh, mm. Grant Grant Gustin is my Barry Allen. Uh, really, John Wesley Shipp is my Barry Allen. Going back to the '90s, but uh, yep. he's also in the Flash show, so I get that too.
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's a Flash.
0: He is. He gets to yep. play the Barry Allen version, and he gets to play uh play uh oh why why is it not in my brain right now? Jay uh, Garrick. Yeah, Jay Garrick. Yeah. So yeah. Just make sure when you look up a uh, John Wesley ship that you don't just type in John Wesley or you'll get a, a famous cleric from British history in the 1700s. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, what, so what, Blue, like what do you, why do you think this movie is a box office failure?
1: Uh Modoc. I think people weren't ready for MODOK. And then once they see that, because for some odd reason, I feel like a lot of people nowadays, like they see the one bad thing they don't like, and then they tried to build their entire thing off of that one thing. Because a lot of the stuff that you see, and, and just take a look at like um, a lot of the arguments, they're like, oh, you know, it starts, it starts with like the MODOC and kind of circles out into the, oh, well, the CGI is bad altogether and blah, blah, blah. The visuals are crazy. And um, because the storyline is fine. It's such a tight story. Gets you from A to B. It's not too fast. It's not too slow. The movie doesn't feel like it's two hours. I I if you'd have told me it was an hour and fifteen, I'd have believed like easy. But it, it just there's a lot of stuff that watching it, not even as a comic book fan, but as like a movie fan, I'm like, I don't understand what you guys are like freaking out about with all this. Um there's a lot of upbuilding parts and I think people are kind of hating on it. It is kind of one of those things where it's like the cool thing to do is to hate on stuff lately. And I don't know why, but you know, I, I kind of think that that, that that's like the biggest thing going on right now. Uh, and why it's so unpopular. They're like, Oh, look at this stupid character. It's so dumb. It's like, yeah, it's Modok. That that's who he is. You never seen him in the comics and, you know a lot of these folk going out, they only know the m c u movies They don't know the comic books, so of course they're gonna look at Modoc and be like, "Oh, it's so bad and horrible,
0: yeah, like it started off really good. It actually is like the third best February opening ever behind Deadpool and Black Panther um mm-hmm. but like it's it's total like worldwide. Uh, comes out, uh, I think I wrote it down, uh, like 476.1 million, which makes it a box office bomb because they needed to make like 600 million to break even. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean that they put a lot of money into marketing and stuff and that's, uh, that's again, well now, I mean, I think they're putting it on Disney plus they're probably getting their revenue from other streams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, uh, I think it'll be fine. Unfortunately, movies don't have the legs like they used to with, like, you know, DVD and Blu ray and whatnot, where you could, like, definitely recoup a lot of stuff. Like, it's really intangible with the streaming of it all. Um, yeah. but it just didn't have legs. It, it kicked off really, really strong, uh, and then just didn't carry over. And, uh, yeah. it does, it just seem like worldwide, you know, it didn't, it made, you know, like 50 million more, like outside the United States. Um, than it did in the U.S. and I, I don't know. It just uh, it dropped a ton. Like people went to go see it when it came out, but it didn't. It didn't carry on. I don't know what what followed behind it. Um, mm. But I, I do dare to say it probably had some pretty good legs. Like when it dropped on Disney Plus. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I I you know it's it's weird because uh, I wrote down the numbers for the other Batman movies. The first one made five nineteen worldwide. it's considered a success. Uh, because mm-hmm. they didn't spend as much. The second one made six hundred twenty-two million, and I think they're probably happy about that because you know, those movies nowhere near as expensive. Uh, but they but, went big, and they had to go big because they were kicking off Phase Five. Um, mm-hmm. And I think uh, as a kickoff for Phase Five, I, I even consider it a success. So, yeah. I mean, what what do you think about this movie as the the opening salvo for Phase Five of uh, you know the second phase of the multiverse saga?
1: Oh, I think it's great, um, especially because of the the way that it kind of ends on, like, this hinge of what Phase 4, or, I'm sorry, what, like, that, that second phase was kind of going through, you know what I mean? Um, right. It was just, you, you had all this stuff with Loki, what's going on with that, it brings some of that in there. Oh, we had a little bit of a, um, you know, look into, like, multiverse stuff with Spider-Man, with... Uh, Doctor Strange, okay, now we have a good establishment, a a basis for how bad this shit can get. You know what I mean? Um, Right. Like, wow, it could be, it has the potential of being really freaking bad. And now with it, you have those last words of Scott in the movie like, oh God, what did I do? Is it going to be, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine, right? It'll be be fine. It'll be fine. And that question of like, but will it? But will it? Is kind of like, ooh, we already know that the MCU is absolutely willing to kill off characters and keep them dead, unlike the comic book. So it's very interesting to me to see where they're going to go with this, because in the MCU, as opposed to the funny books. They're a real state. Like these folks might not come back. They're probably gonna die. And I don't know who it's gonna be.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean Modoc dead friends. Yeah, <laughs> dead, dead. He showed yeah. up
1: and then he died. He died in Avenger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Paul Rudd's best friend. <laughs> you know, you're like a brother to me.
1: I I was best friend. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, like, so I already, I already talked about like the, the looking stuff. So there's this really, I was reading this interesting article blue and it was actually saying like how the ending of Ant-Man three might've actually like fooled everybody because it's like, Oh yeah. Like it's, it's all happy, but they're like positing that, you know, because it's such a, a parallel with that opening shot that it's actually like, uh, laying in Hope Van Tine. Uh, ending up in an alternate universe when they return, like they don't actually get to return to their to their original universe. That's why everything's wrong and everything's off. Um, and oh. that like all the all the stuff, like the fact that like Scott's wearing purple against a green backdrop, uh, is like Kang nod. That's why the Baskin Robbins and the coffee owners are different, and uh, mm-hmm. you know that uh that is essentially uh scott lang hasn't ended up in a happily ever after where everything's fine the reason he's picking it up is because he's uh he's in some sort of consequences because of his interactions with king yeah uh i just was like oh shit wow that makes it bleaker and darker Uh, yeah it
1: really does and we know that that could happen because of what loki
0: yeah Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that the reason it's so connected and somebody even asked like one of the guys uh, who was involved and he's like, I really can't say much, but there might be something to that. And I was like, oh, here Mm -hmm. we go. Yeah. Yeah. That that the ending is not a happy ending. (laughs) And I was like, I I watched it the the second time with that in my brain. And I was like, I could see where some of that might get picked up. Mm Yeah. It's sort of like ending of a multiverse of madness where like. Like he's fine, but he's still got that eye. <laughs> yep. Still got yeah. that eye. Yeah. What else? What else you got, Blue, as we're wrapping up? Um, really, what else
1: can be said? I mean, I'm excited to see where they're going with everything. Um, I like what they did with this one. Strong opening as far as I'm concerned. It was a, a good opening for, for the next phase. So, you know, I, I I don't understand all the haters all the time. But, uh, if you're keeping me eating you know popcorn and keeping me entertained i'm I'm down. I see a lot of potential for this, and i I kind of read between the lines of a lot of story elements anyway, for like what the writers were intending, and maybe it's because I'm writing like all the time, you know doing my my d and d stuff constantly has me writing like um and whenever somebody does like makes a decision, I have to change on the fly and be like oh okay well then this is how that's going to affect you know cause and effect all that kind of stuff um you know it i i i feel like i have a better grasp of like what these guys are trying to do so you know for me i think it was a strong start and i can't wait to see what they do with
0: the rest of it yeah now uh without doing like a review have you seen the guardians movie yet i have not okay oh right. i'm just curious uh, the next movie that we'll be getting for Phase Five will be The Marvels, which I think is going to deal with more of the cosmic and all that stuff. Uh, and I think mm. we might we get Loki season two before that. So, uh, or maybe it's uh, Secret Wars. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna dive into more, and it's going to be interesting. And we're getting, I mean, as of now, The King Dynasty. Now we'll see. You know, things are delayed because of the the WGA strike, as it should be, because writers deserve to be paid. Yep. Um, and uh, but yeah. It's uh, pretty I, – I just thought it was uh, It was good. I felt like I wish it got more love than it did. I wish more people talked about it than do. Uh, and I mean, if you do the Disney Plus, go watch it. It's it's two hours of your time, and I think uh, you may find yourself enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you expect to enjoy it a lot when you wa- started watching it?
1: Uh, I was very skeptical because, you know, you hear all this stuff, and you're like, okay, well, let's just go into this with a fresh mind and kind of see what's going on. And uh, no, I absolutely did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did.
0: Nice, nice. I think uh, that's a that's a good reaction. Like I, I, w- I was excited to see it because me and Heather have seen all the Amma movies. I think like which came she was just like wow that was different and it is it is different. Huh. Uh, you know th- this falls into the 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 corner of MCU movies which are which are cosmic. So mm-hmm. your your uh, Thor Ragnarok, your Thor Love and Thunder, uh, your Guardians movies and uh is that it? That might be it. <laughs> yeah, that
1: is it for cosmic stuff. Yeah,
0: so yeah, so I think uh I think it's on par with a lot of that great cosmic stuff. Like I was actually thinking like I really enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder. I know you enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder too. Uh oh. but I would rank this above Thor Love and Thunder. Uh same. Yeah. Like and that doesn't mean Thor Love and Thunder is bad by any means. Um mm-hmm. the Guardians movies or god that trilogy's just freaking great. Uh <laughs> it's so damn good. Uh, Ragnarok still though is freaking Ragnarok to me. So yeah. Uh we just gotta fire up the Disney Plus and watch it again. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think uh I think it was a, a really, really good movie. It, uh I enjoyed it. All right, Next. any final thoughts, Blue?
1: Um, go check it out. It's it's better than you think.
0: Indeed. And uh, I'm trying to think if we if we forgot something where Roman would be like, I can't believe you didn't talk about this. I think I think we because it's 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 really not that convoluted or complicated. No. Yeah. It, it really uh it's a it's a feast for the eyes yep. and uh i don't think it's over complicated um could could the you know have, could have gotten another you know 20 30 minutes and like fleshed out some other stuff sure but there's something to be said for it being being tighter you know? Yeah. getting in, yep, tell yep. you the story getting out uh that that final the finale with all the stuff that goes down like it just it adds and adds and adds and it's just great and then like just when it gets big and bombastic, like we said, it gets down to like some some rib cracking, punching, fighting. Oh and yeah! Like, oh wow! Oh wow! You know, so it, it both uh, it both expands out and then knows when to focus in. Um, and I think it's uh, safe to say that uh, you know, Bill Murray wasn't the only person that Janet was uh banging. I'm pretty sure her and Kang were knocking boots too.
1: Yeah, it so, really uh, seemed that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, know, you get a. Uh, you get lonely. <laughs> you got needs. <laughs> you get lonely and got needs. Yeah. And if you got needs to to watch some Marvel enjoyment and then you've been been sleeping on this movie cuz you're like, "Oh, I heard it was bad." Give it a shot. Give it a chance. Uh, you may find it being a lot better than you expected. Mm. If you if you like Star Wars, it's it's you'll like it. Like it's it's designed very much for someone who likes that sort of adventure. Uh Yeah. Yeah, I would say of all the MCU movies, it's probably the most in that Wheelhouse. Mhm. So, and uh on the on the list of villains, like Kang ranks pretty high. Yeah, he's pretty wild. Uh I would have I would have liked, you know, with the with the leaving out. I would have liked when uh, Age of Ultron was done, uh discovering that Ultron wasn't, you know, one and done. Uh, I I like that, you know, the the looming threat. And it doesn't have to be the multiverse, but uh you know, that help it does. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So uh, yeah, I uh, think it was good. I give what? How what, Give it? What do you want to do? Five stars? You want to do a uh, 10, ten? defenders? What do you What do you give it? What's your rank? you give I it a, give a, a grade it, like a school paper.
1: I give it a solid eight defenders out of ten.
0: Eight defenders out of ten. I think that's
1: fair. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I might even be like eight and a quarter, eight and a half defenders out of ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not going crazy, not going to now, but I think eight's uh eight's really solid. Four out of five, eight out of ten. Uh, or or if you want to give it a grade like it's a, an essay, we're giving it a B, friends. It's a B. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a B. Don't, don't worry about your degree. You got one more B. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think that's all. The thing blue. It's time for plugs. Pluggy plugs.
1: Pluggy plug plug plug. Catch me at Blue Wolf D on the Instagrams. You can also catch me um eventually at some point in time. Uh, life has been happening for the uh, good old Capes and Caverns crew, doing our thing over on uh, uh, at un- uh, silver underscore bullet on Twitch and YouTube. You can catch all the episodes of our wonderful Capes and Caverns show, which is a superhero-inspired D&D style show. Um, we got a great cast of characters from Mr. Cameron Jackson, our wonderful DM, right now to Mr. Stephen Thomas, who is uh, the host for um, not only our first season and DM for this first season, but he's also the one that is putting it up and doing all the editing and everything for us. And then, of course, we've got the wonderful uh, and extremely talented uh, Autumn Graberski, who is a voice actress, super talent, and former skip with uh, Joe and I. Uh, very awesome people. Very good time.
0: Sweet. You want to send me an email? Laugh it up, fuzzball podcast at gmail.com. Find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Wookie Riot, W O O K I E E. I'm a Wookie, not a key, not a cookie. I'm a key, Wookie, E E, but Riot, Riot at Wookie Riot. Um, The Laugh It Up Fuzzball's Facebook group, plug, plug, plug. Uh, we just started a, a Laugh It Up chat. Um, yeah, you may have gotten an invite to it. If you don't dig that you're listening, just drop out of the chat. I'm sure it's probably easy to do. Uh, but so far, like it's, it's been a nice little addition. You know what I mean? I like the Gemma Sharon or Indiana Jones premiere stuff on there. Uh, yeah, it was... and it, it, it's not been wild. Like I think everybody's like composing themselves. It's pretty good. But if yeah. you, if you've got something you want to say and you want to converse with people, like it's a, a very direct way to do so. So, uh, I don't, I don't regret it existing as of now. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like the the page was like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" And I was like, "We'll send invites to the people most engaged." I said that. Sounds good. <laughs> so, you and go. I, don't, I don't think it just sent invites. I think it just added people, and that's wow, technology, right? Yeah. Um, but I also uh,
1: like randomly added everybody, and I was like, "Oh, okay."
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, join join the Facebook group if you do the book of faces. It's a closed group. Uh, but just join ad you want to know so uh, hold, let me finish the plug so uh, we did the email we did that tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzz well find our designs uh, buy one so you can like physically support the podcast throws a couple ducats back our way but it's really it's more about you having something tangible to show your support whether it's a sticker whether it's a tote bag whether it's a coffee cup you know what i mean it doesn't matter uh, all of it all of it sends a few ducats here it's really easy there's some cool designs I'm sure there'll be some more in the future, uh, but I mean there's a decent decent chunk for like a podcast store. Uh, there's some much bigger podcasts than me that don't have quite nearly as many designs, so I'll take it. Um, tpublic.com. You can also just search "Laugh It Up Fuzzball" the four words, and that'll pull up everything that we have uh, and some other people's stuff. But at least it puts ours, you know, top of the towards the top of the list. What else? Uh, I think that's all the things. You know, anchor.fm slash laugh it I'm I'm playing around with uh, buying a domain we could just say something like fuzzball.net again. That somehow is still tied up with Squarespace. Uh, even though we stopped paying for that like three years ago when we started doing the Anchor thing. But it's somehow still there. And uh, i, I got to figure it out before August when if it tries to charge my mom again. Uh, she was the original sponsor of the podcast with Squarespace. <laughs> the original sponsor. My mom. The Wookiee Mama herself. Uh if you're if you're listening, mom, drive safe to Arizona in my beautiful car, please and thank you. <laughs> but uh yeah, um I think that's all the things. No, it's so crazy. I'm at work uh having that geeky conversation, and uh I was like, dude, this is what I do. Like I, I I keep abreast of all this geek stuff. I read, I engage with it as much as I can. I said, and I have my own podcast, and they were like, Oh, what's the name? And I was like laughing up fuzzball. And this new guy was like, I think I've heard of your podcast. And I was like, What? <laughs> and like he went down to his phone, and sure as shit, he had laughing up fuzzball on his podcast things. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like,
1: awesome.
0: he's like, "Yeah, I was just looking up geek podcasts." And you're thinking, "I liked your art." He's like, "And your episodes are funny." And I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." He's like, "That's weird." He's like, "You're the guy that does this," and I was like, "I sure am." <laughs> it was just <laughs> weird. It was weird. I was like, "Doesn't mean the podcast is huge or big, but it just seemed." I was like, "Wow, this is strange." Yeah, so definitely not somebody that I joined just because I worked with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and that's the point. If you like the podcast, it's in your ears right now. Share it with your friends. Tell people. Send them to the groups. Do the things. Uh, get it out there. Blue, keep saying, keep doing it. We we're over 350 episodes, friends, and uh, I'm, it's still happening. So at some point, it'll it'll catch on or I'll die. So someday I'll die and the podcast will be over, <laughs> but not today.
1: <laughs> not today.
0: Not today. All right. Blue, thanks so much. You know I love you. Thanks for thanks for being one of the hosts of the podcast.
1: Ah, uh, you know I love you, too. It's always fun. I always appreciate
0: it. You tell all your friends about your great podcast, buddy. You just do it. Your, your podcast. <laughs> no, co-host. Co-host.
1: I'm I, right. um, sometimes.
0: There'll, there'll be more in the future, friends. Look forward to uh, talks on other movies. Uh, I think in the future we have another Diversiverse coming. And, uh, yeah, all the good things. And I'm sure uh, Danny, once he's figured out what it means to be a, a nursing student and uh, and a newlywed and all that stuff, he'll be back for more. I think uh, oh, yeah. we've not seen the last. We've not heard the last of him. So uh, Or one of his variants will show up. I don't know. Something. Yeah. So it, it'll be timely. It'll be Victor timely when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right, friends. Thanks so much for listening. Until the next iteration of the podcast, we bid you adieu. We say bx into to each other. Party on, dudes. And uh, it's me, uh, Tribal Chief, Reverend Joe the Wookiee Riot, uh, Joey Rudazu himself, and uh, the Earl of Blueberry, Tapioca, Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth. That's me. That guy. Out. Bye-bye, friends. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Hope you drove, drove safe. Hope you're having the best of lives. Best of yes. lives and best of all possible worlds. All right. Peace. TTFN, the outness, so, so right. out. It's so uh, out. in a New York minute. Ooh, I don't know. Anything could change. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to say minute and small and micro and quantum. It's madness. It's mania. It's micromania. Micro.